0: Mic check. Quick note, and that is, if this episode sounds like shit, I apologize. Unfortunately, whether it is my computer being a piece of shit or the microphone, something is just not cooperating. And so I'm not recording this episode on my computer, on my laptop. I'm recording this directly from my phone. I'm going to try and put it in through Audacity to make it sound pretty-er. But this might sound a little bit worse than the stuff that we've had pretty much throughout all of quarantine. So I'm going to try and record this to the best of my abilities on my phone. And we'll just see from there. So we've got a little bit of stuff to talk about. The first thing I'm going to talk about is a CD that I got to listen to recently. I was supposed to be able to talk about like five new CDs. This episode, because four of them were to have come out uh, as a time of recording yesterday. And none of those four showed up. I was super disappointed. I was waiting on alazola Lu that was sitting in Detroit for three days before it actually shipped. I was waiting on Jelly Roll that was chilling in Kansas City and didn't officially leave there until yesterday. Um, I did receive an update that my keyed-up CD shipped, but I have no tracking on it, and I don't know anything about Ninja Sex Party. So unfortunately, I won't be able to talk about those this time. Maybe, well, I know for a fact at least two of those are going to come in probably Monday or Tuesday. So I'll be able to talk about those in two more weeks, hopefully. And we'll go from there. The CD that I did get in that I can talk about, at least briefly, is the new Ritz album, Picture, uh, Picture Perfect. I mentioned before that the one single was out. The title track had been out, and I checked that out, and I enjoyed it. That might still be the best song on the record. I also thought that the song Friend Zone was very funny, and it played to Ritz's strengths. I've only gotten to listen to the album once, but it is still very strong. Ritz is, if anything, he's very consistent. And so, I always look forward to hearing what he comes up with next because he doesn't necessarily stray too far from his formula, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. I don't mind that. Uh, I did just remember there's actually another CD that I got to listen to as well as a little another piece of news with it. And that was that... We got a surprise CD from Magic Ninja that was called the Songs of Sam Hain. This was a nine track CD that was put out uh, two Fridays ago, technically. And at the same time of release, Twisted finally, finally got to put out their uh, Knuckleheads toys. These were six inch toys. That are in the likeness of Madrox and Monoxide. They have teased these for like three years now. I know that they were first shown, I think, in a Continuous Evolutions booklet. So they've been having these planned for a very long time, and we finally got them. It was fifty dollars for the pair of them. You could only buy them as a pair. They had seven hundred and fifty of them. I don't know if they had seven hundred and fifty pairs or seven hundred and fifty of them total, which would have meant or three hundred and seventy-five pairs. That said. Trying to order those things was a pain. A pain. Uh, The site was constantly down. They got bogged with a lot of bad traffic. So it took about an hour for me to actually secure mine. And I did only buy one pair. So I'm sure that whenever they come in, there's going to be people flipping them on eBay. It's going to happen. It's bound to. But we got those toys as well as the Songs of Sam Haynes CD. It is a compilation of various artists from ME doing halloween based tracks um of note there are two house of crazy songs so that's a big deal because they keep teasing more and more house of crazies we know it's going to happen eventually it's just a matter of when we did get a track that had i think it was jamie blaze boondocks and i think lex i could be wrong We had a song that had Alazola Lu and I think Axe Murder Boys. That sounds right. There were like three twisted tracks. It was, for coming out of nowhere and not having any expectations of it, I enjoyed it a lot, and it's a fairly short EP, so it's definitely worth checking out. What I should say, though, is there's only a 1,000 copies of this thing physically, so if you haven't already ordered a copy, which if you order it, you automatically get a digital download, which is great. If you haven't ordered it yet, now might be the time to do it because once they're gone, they're gone. So those are the only things that I've listened to that were new of note. I did pick up a couple random CDs actually just today, but they were used stuff from the exchange. What was cool was one of them was actually signed by the band. I thought that was kind of nifty. It was Element 80. I found out about them because of Roach Coach. They didn't get put into the new metal canon, but... I did enjoy the snippets that I heard, so I've been trying to find that CD. There were two copies of it at the store I went to, and one of them was $3 and one was $7. I said, well, why is the one $7? And I look, and it's signed by the band. I said, sure, okay, grabbing it. (laughs) So, haven't listened to anything else new yet. I was going to listen to Zool's album. I really was. What I was going to do was... A couple of days ago, I was going to listen to both the Almighty and Church of Zool. And then it was going to be after midnight and I could go ahead and listen to Mausoleum. And I didn't get to there because. <coughs> it was super late and I needed to do at least one of my listens for the next episode that we're recording at this time. So I didn't get that far, and unfortunately, it's just now a matter of, well, I gotta wait. So when it comes in, I will do my lessons then, and I'll be able to talk about Alla on our next episode. Now for all the news. First off, let's get some album announcements out of the way because there's some pretty big ones. I mentioned before that we have Blaze Dead Homies Cadaver releasing at the end of this month right on Devil's Night on October 30th. You can still get pre-orders in, and if you order them before, I think, the 22nd, which is this Thursday at the time of recording, if you order any of the packages that are higher than the CD or cassette on a, on their own, then you get a autographed flat and it could be personalized by blaze if you leave that in the notes so i just ordered mine yesterday i'm looking forward to it the two tracks that they've put out so far um i believe it was i'm a g and i'm dead they sound like blaze so i'm all for it i always enjoy a new blaze uh we've heard three songs from this album so far if you count they say with jelly roll so we know that that's going to be on there I haven't seen I can't remember if they if they actually have it, the rest of the track list up to see who else is is guest featured on it. I'm pro I'm sure that it is, and I just haven't paid attention. So I don't know. I, I haven't looked into anything else, but I'm looking forward to it when it comes out. Uh, also actually coming out on that day, somebody that we never talked about on on Juggalo Judgment, with the exception of one song, is Project Born. I can't remember how I found out about it but I noticed that Project Born was actually following me on Twitter and this kind of came out of nowhere but I decided to like check them out and apparently they're releasing the fourth installment of Born Dead on their site on Devil's Night so I decided to look and of course they don't have copies of the original Born Dead but Born Dead 2 I sampled a bit of it, it is only $5 on their site, and Born Dead 3 is $10 on their site. And I sampled a bit of those too. I was actually kind of digging it. So Born Dead 4 originally was only up there, had there was three different pre-order packages. The cheapest one was $50, which I thought was a bit ridiculous that they wouldn't have it to where you could just buy the CD on its own. But I decided to go ahead and then they added a CD bundle on its own, just buy the CD. I went for it, so Born Dead 2, 3, and 4 are going to be in hopefully around Devil's Night, and maybe i will be able to talk about those. What's cool is I know that on Born Dead 2 there's a track with ICP. I know on Born Dead 3 there's a track with ICP. There's also a track with uh, Ouija Mac and Blase Rose. I think they're both on the song, and I sampled a bit of it, and it sounded good. So no idea what's going to be on Born Dead 4. They haven't released a track listing, and if they have, I haven't seen it. But I've never really listened to Project Born before, aside from the track that was featured um, on Forgotten Freshness Volumes 1 and 2 that featured ICP on it because they were featured on Born Dead. So, not exactly sure what I'm getting myself into, but the stuff that I sampled from 2 and 3 sounded pretty good. Maybe I'll talk about those at some point, but at the very least... We will, at some point, talk about the tracks. Th- this is something we haven't done yet, and I know that we've we've mentioned it uh, here and there, is we are going to have episodes where we just talk about songs that are guest features, stuff that ICP was featured on or Twisted was featured on from people who aren't on Psychopathic Records. I'm trying to think of what's a good year for that to start as we're getting into 2005 now, or about to rather, it's a matter of trying to see, well, when did they really start jumping into doing guest features? And I think that between either 2005 or 2008, something around there is when it really starts to kick in a bit. And it happens a lot with the Suburban Noise camp, but Strange has a couple here and there as well. So it'll happen in due time and then we'll just get into those. I have a lot of the songs that were guest features because I got a lot of sub noise and and strange music. So we'll get there eventually and we'll see what happens. So we have blaze and project born on the 30th of October. A week later we have Ouija Mac officially releasing wasteland. This is, going to be his biggest record to date. We've had, what, five mixtapes, five or six mixtapes, something like that, in the last couple years to help tide us over. From what ICP posted on social media, they said that he was putting out devastating music this entire time, but none of it is what he felt needed to be on Wasteland. So God only knows if there's stuff that he was creating back whenever he made resistance or anything like that that he just kind of put off to the side and said well maybe i can put this on wasteland or maybe he was just putting out everything that he decided was okay for a mixtape and that's it bunch of different bundles on there those are available on which site this is going to be the first cd since gutter water that will be in a jewel case thank god thank god i'm tired of these stupid cardboard sleeves at least make it a bifold or something like that i can't do those they just get so annoying and it's hard to store them to be completely honest it's the biggest thing that frustrates me so wasteland you can go find those on ouija Max shop there are like seven different bundles i think if you buy five copies of the cd one of them will definitely be autographed and you get a shirt that'll never be printed again Guess what? Your boy just bought the autographed copy because I don't need any of the other stuff. I also didn't really care for the, the merch that dropped with it itself. Although I just realized I did order this, but there was a hat pin that was his planchet, um, design with the Hatchet Man in it. that was glow-in-the-dark that I really wanted, and I forgot to order it, so I guess I'm not so well unless they decide to drop some more crap and I can put it in there. They only made a hundred of them, though, so... There, go ahead. Somebody buy one for me. (laughs) I'm kidding. The next one, the last one that has an official release date that we're going to talk about right now is a... It's tied to a big announcement from Magic Ninja, and that was a new signing to the Welcome to the Underground label. As we know, earlier this year, the Welcome to the Underground series has been a... Kind of a showcase of for what most of the people were artists earlier work stuff like gmo's couple mixtapes or eps that he had put out before he signed to magic ninja the damn dirty apes cd that was gorilla voltage's original name uh, in their album they got to put those out under this imprint They've also put out stuff like the um, Psychomania Tour EP was also put on there. I believe that was actually the first one that had that stamp on it. But the Welcome to the Underground series is basically, from what it seems like, it's kind of like MNE's version of Hatchet House, the sub-label. Whether that means that these people have as much input... Or with MNE as somebody who's on the main label, I'm not sure. But we did have Oh the Horror just uh, just a few months ago. Release Halloween three six five, an album that I listened to once. It's not that I didn't like it. It's just it isn't quite for me, and I'll need to. I'm going to need to give it another listen. I mean, I should listen to it right now. It's it's about Halloween time. So maybe I should do that. I just remember that this track that I enjoyed the most, honestly, was the track with Blaze. Because um, Blaze on some heavy guitar stuff, when he sounds angry, is perfect Blaze. But anyways, the biggest signing, or not, the, rather not the biggest, but the newest signing is Red, who we have heard do some stuff with Psychopathic. I'm sorry, not Psychopathic, my God. Uh, we've heard him do stuff with MNE over the last couple of years we've seen him featured on i don't think he's been on any of twisted stuff directly unless he was featured on mad season very very briefly but he was on the songs to smoke to compilation from last year he with a with an original song he was featured on a handful of boondock songs from the liquor lies and legacy ep that came out in um was that twenty eighteen? I think that sounds about right. I could be wrong, but I think that's about right. He also he had his own song, or maybe it was just a boondock song that that featured him on it. That was just digital; you couldn't find it anywhere else. He also was featured on the Riders album that came out at the beginning of the year. I believe he was Young Mufasa, which totally makes sense if you've seen this dude's hair. He's got red hair, like straight up. Red is definitely. Somebody who I think needs the platform. I do find him very talented because A, the guy can sing. B, the guy can rap. If this is going to be something similar to what MNE has in Young Wicked, who is very versatile whether he wants to rap or sing, I'm all for it. I don't mind when somebody, when a label has somebody who's that versatile who can work with whatever, especially if it's to help boost up somebody else's music. Look at Chris Calico on Strange Music. A tech album would not be a tech album if it didn't have Chris Calico on it. Plain and simple. Young Wicked has been featured more prominently on a lot of Eminem's stuff, whether it's his mixing or anything like that, but he also does a lot of background vocals. And Maybe this is something that can help get him to finish up his mixtape that he's been working on for about four or five years now. If this takes a little bit of that work off of him, granted, I know that Young Wicked is still doing a lot of the engineering. So whether Red can do that, I'm not sure. But I'm looking forward to this. So his album comes out on November 13th, so a week after the Wasteland album by Ouija Mac, we're going to get a full-length. It's a full-length. It's not an EP, which is another big deal because I thought they were going to try and just... I thought they would have eased into this, but no, it's a full-length album. It features a handful of people from Magic Ninja. I think that... I don't know if Twisted is on there as a pair or if they're separated on on specific tracks. I'm almost certain that Blaze is on there. I think Boondocks is on there one name that i noticed was polo frost who i'd never heard of until the liquor lies and legacy ep came out on the rehash of the song throwaway which is one of my favorite songs from boondocks is the murder we got a new chorus uh, which instead of having jimmy madrox had polo frost on it and i loved it it's hard for me to determine which version of the song i like more because they both have a bit of a different feel to them and both contribute to the song incredibly well. But Polo Frost had a very interesting voice for it, so I'm wondering if we're going to get something similar to what we had there or what. But yeah, full-length album. I think it's 14 songs, so this is a big deal. Red, I think, is a very good signing for Magic Ninja for the Welcome to the Underground sub-label, and I look forward to seeing what they come up with. They do have a couple different um, auto, not autograph, but pre-order bundles you can get. I think the album on its own is like 10 bucks. So it's definitely worth, uh, definitely worth looking into. As well as something else that you can purchase on Magic Ninja, which also ties into another release, but it doesn't have an official date, is the Twisted Freak Show Rarities CD. It is, I think, called Disturbed and Unheard. This was first announced technically, I think, about a week and a half ago in cassette form and allegedly fritz the cat who we know is fully linked up with twisted again which is great they do some great stuff together he apparently dug deep in his repertoire and found a number of songs that were supposedly created during the freak show era and were left off of the full release it looks like there's six songs but two of them At least one of them, but I think two of them look like they're just different mixes of songs that were on the album. One of them was Leave Me Alone. I know that much. One of the main tracks that was not on the full album features Blaze. And another one features Legs Diamond, which is honestly a big deal. Because I guess Legs wasn't actually featured on the Freak Show album. Now, they first announced this as a cassette and said that and there's only 100 of the cassettes. Those have already sold out, and I will tell you why shortly. They did say that they're going to put it on CD in the future, and they just announced it for sure yesterday. What they have put together is a bundle. and This is the only way to get this CD, which is a bit annoying to me, but I did it because I collect. It is a bundle that is contained in... A lunchbox. Now, yes, there's going to be people who are going to say, are you fucking serious? A lunchbox. To this, I say yes. However, it looks like these are those uh, metal-style lunchboxes. I actually have one um, from Buckshot, one of the weirdo ones, and I legitimately used it all the time at work over the last probably year or something. I really, really enjoyed it. So anyways, you're getting a freak show lunchbox you get a face mask that is stylized like their faces their their mouth on the freak show cover there is a limited edition pin that is the twisted uh angel itself there is a i think i said a three inch acrylic figure of it as well there is a pair of socks in there there is the cd itself. There is a limited collector's coin that has the Freak Show face on it, and you have an opportunity a one in 10 chance of getting a Most Hasteless coin as well. They've limited these to a thousand, so similar to the Songs of Sam Haynes CD, there are only a thousand copies of this Disturbed and Unheard CD. This bundle is $80. That's a bit rough. What also is rough is there's no official release date for this bundle. They stated on the site that it is supposed to be shipping in mid to late November. So what your boy did was he put in two orders yesterday. One was to get the Blaze pre-order on time, which I'd been saying I was going to do. And I wanted to get it done with ahead of time anyways because of that autographed uh, flat. So I ordered that, and then I did a separate order with the Red CD and the Twisted Lunchbox bundle. Yes, I'm a bit bummed that I'm likely not going to receive Red on time, but I can get over that. The fact that the couple weeks prior I'm going to have how much damn music coming out, I'm going to be running out of it. I'm going to be burned out of new music, and yet I always want more, so I guess... I can't complain. Now, to go back when I said that there were cassettes of this Twisted CD record thing, it was first announced because they have announced a show that they are doing on Devil's Night. What is the show, you ask? It is them performing Freak Show in its entirety. What it sounds like is Twisted is going to be doing they they f- apparently filmed videos of every song in the most haunted, I think it was like a, a asylum or something like that, in the country. They are going to showcase all of these. And supposedly, from what it sounds like, it's going to feature some other people who are on the label... I'm assuming because we're going to have spots that aren't going to have the initial guests on there, i.e. ICP or 36 Mafia. Supposedly, it sounds like Axe might be involved as well, but we're going to get that as well as the opener for that is going to be Drive-By. Now, this is, again, not going to be something that you can go to, obviously, with everything going on right now, but... This is something that you can purchase. So it's not going to be like NetFest where you got to watch this 13 and a half hour show for free. They are having you pay for this. If you go onto their social media, I know I'm almost certain that it's on their Instagram in their bio, but there's a link to access it. For $13, you can buy your virtual ticket so that you can watch the show. There are bundles with physical merchandise now. The cheapest one of those is, I think, $22 or $23, and you get an autographed flat. They did have a bundle that had these cassettes with it, and those sold out within, like, three hours. I did not buy one. Why did I not buy one? Because I'm not a huge cassette person. It's not necessarily for me. And that's totally fine. So, again, if people bought multiple ones, you're dicks for flipping them. But, hey, that's the world we live in these days. I know that they had bundles with shirts. There was like a $60 bundle where you got like the shirt and it looked like a VIP pass and all this stuff. I'm probably, I'm going to see it because I think it's such a cool concept. Um, I'm going to definitely get it, but I'm probably just going to buy the the ticket for the show itself and just watch that. So we're going to get Twisted performing all of Freak Show beginning to end, and then the day after is Hollow Wicked. This is just a crazy, crazy time. And now to get to my main event. And that's with ICP. I said before that I had signed up to ICP's Patreon so that I could get some cool stuff and watch some cool stuff. And guess what? Your boy has watched one of these streams. <laughs> <laughs> I've been very busy. I really have. And so unfortunately I have not watched all of the streams that they have put out. I've only watched one, but it was the one, it was one of the top three that I really wanted to watch. Anyways, the fact is, is I can go ahead and watch them after the fact. So I, Eventually, hopefully, I'll get to them. But I did watch the main one that I wanted to see, live at least. And that was the seminar. So I have Fago Lovers pulled up on my computer, because that's the only thing about my computer that's working. And I'm going to go over some of the fun little tidbits that ICP talked about. I'm actually missing the JCW show right now. I know that that got delayed slightly. They've been having some issues with delays. I know that the first night they were having issues and didn't start for like an hour longer. That happened as well tonight. I know the one was supposed to be on a Wednesday and they had to push to Thursday. They're having a lot of technical difficulties, which I find very interesting when Shaggy and uh, Keegan are doing their weekly streams with no issues but i'm I'm not sure how that works and they're on a different kind of site setting that up so i i have no idea so let's look at what is super special awesome with the seminar i'm gonna go down i was gonna go straight up in order but i'm not going to and the reason is is I'm going to try and see what seems super important and what seems not as important and try and decipher and go in that order. Let's see. We know that ICP are doing some work with Netflix. Apparently there's going to be a show that is going to be an adult-style cartoon that's going to be politically charged. And ICP did a small voiceover feature for it that could potentially be made into a larger part. They said that they're going to be recurring characters. So whether this means that they're going to get more work out of this specific show or do something else with Netflix, who knows there's going to be Netflix is also doing a documentary about Woodstock 99. As we know, ICP was fairly prominent at Woodstock 99, so they're obviously going to have something to do there. There's also talk about the documentary that was being done from, if anybody remembers, I think it was a couple, I think it might have been like two years ago or something, where they did a show, it was a Carnival Carnage show, and that was to raise money to make a John Jazz documentary. And people have been wondering, well, where's the documentary at? And they basically just said that it's not coming out because there was no way that they could make it and have it end on a positive note because John's story did not end on a positive note. So what they're trying to do is eventually make a new documentary overall to talk about the greater picture of icp's history they want to try and push that to netflix to try and be a miniseries similar i guess to like tiger king and if they can't do it they'll just make a big ass one themselves that would be like three hours long personally i would love it if they can get netflix to do it because Netflix does not skimp on their documentaries and it also ensures that we can get more out of it. I don't want to watch a three hour documentary. I want to watch six episodes of, uh, you know, one hour at a time that would give me more each little bit. If they could make a season of it, you can have an episode pretty much be about the carnival of carnage era. You could talk about this is why we did this and this is what happened because of John and then John left and all this. And then we got this guy called Greasy in for an album and stuff like that. You could pretty much do an album for every significant era in ICP's time. You could make it anywhere between, you know, six to 13 episodes And I'm sure people will watch it. Even people who aren't Juggalos, they'll probably be like, what the hell is this all about? And people will check it out. But I'd rather that they do that than try and make one big three-hour thing and you put it out and then the people who maybe have all of this knowledge watch it and say, well, they didn't really talk about this or they didn't expand on this as much. No, give me more of this. That's all I want. I mentioned before that the offices to Psychopathic were apparently on sale. That we were apparently going to be getting... That ICP was apparently leaving. And it turns out that is the case. From what it sounds like, they are trying to get a large property that would have hopefully a big ass warehouse that they would convert to the, the building would be somewhere where the employees of psychopathic live at they want to be able to have enough like kind of like farmland i said like 100 to 150 acres or something like that where they could have people or people could camp there you could they could pay, they could charge people to camp at Psychopathic Records, they would have like movie screens. They could potentially do concerts there. If they absolutely had to, they could possibly do a gathering there. How many people how many people want to go and sleep at Psychopathic? Who wants to do that? Let's let's go. Let's 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 get an R V. We'll go. We'll watch Big Money Hustlers over and over and over again on a big ass screen. Oh man, I can't wait. Let's go for it. I'll do it. But where else can we go? We can go to the ultra live monster five. Yes, indeed. So, as we know, the current Patreon things that we're seeing, basically including Halli Wicked, which is the first show itself. This is part of the Ultra Live Monster 5. Hallowick at the end of this month is the first show and they have announced the other four. So the first one is going to be, they don't have dates yet, obviously, but the first one is going to be ICP's Headbanging Heavy Metal Spandex Hard Rock Spectacular, which is going to be like an 80s style hair metal show, I guess, that's going to be in Albuquerque. The second or rather the third show will be the anniversary of their infamous prom night show from, yeah, I don't remember. I wasn't down back then. I think it's supposed to be a 25th anniversary, but who knows if that's even going to be the case with COVID and everything, or if they're just going to continue to do these kinds of stream style things. But it will be at St. Andrew's Hall. Which I think is where the first one happened. So this is going to be exactly like it was when the first one happened. It's the class reunion. The fourth one will be ICP's Hootenanny Hillbilly Hoedown. This will take place in Bumfuck, West Virginia. From what one of my um, one of my friendos on Twitter, one of our listeners, uh, Devin, hit me up and said that. He showed me the location that it probably is, and it's about five hours away from me, which I think is a bit rough, and yet I really wanna go. So if we're at a point in time where this is viable, your boy might go, your boy might get a hotel, might do might do a three-day stay, drive there, stay the night, next day is the show, then sleep. <laughs> And then drive back the next day. It sounds like it'd be really cool. The big deal with that is I think they're going to do, I think that they said they were going to do wrestling there. There'd be some JCW, but that is also where you're going to be able to get the bloody brothers album. Bloody brothers is something they've talked about for a while, where apparently it also was, it was kind of a gimmick that uh, an idea that they had that they kind of gave to boondocks. If I'm, if I'm remembering correctly but they do have their own stuff thought up for it. I'm assuming it's not done. But you'll be able to get that there. So, yeah. I think I want to go to that one. And we'll see if I can make it happen. And then the final one is going to be the Juggalo Island show. that's going to be in the Bahamas. The Bahamas. I don't think that they've ever done a show in the Bahamas. And I really think that this is going to be the one that is the most difficult for people to go to I think that there's going to be a number of people who don't have whether it's their passports or anything like that or they're not going to have the means to to really get there they did say they're going to try and get a cruise ship to get you from Miami to the Bahamas which is great so that's the fifth show and then once you get once you've gone to all five and you have all five of those coins, you bring those coins to the next gathering and then you get your special pass which gets you discounts at all of the I think they said at every yearly show. So stuff like Hala Wicked, stuff like Ballas and whatnot. You get early access to the shows itself. You get to go on a song early if you're doing VIP. You get to go up for Fig getting sooner, so it seems like they're gonna lose money off of this stuff by people actually getting it. But I mean, I basically I know that I'm not gonna be able to do this. I know for a fact I won't. But props to whoever actually does. As dedication, I think it's super cool. So moving on. There's another piece that I know I wanted to definitely talk about, and that is the Four Horsemen of the Metropolis. ICP were basically explaining how it's not viable anymore for them to have quote-unquote artists on their label so much as having affiliates, which is why I'm not sure if Ouija's Wasteland is actually officially coming out on Psychopathic Records or not it has Hatchman on it but we don't know if it's actually being put out by Psychopathic or if these artists are just quote unquote affiliated so now what they're trying to do is put out something similar to what DJ Clay did with his mixtape series like the Let 'Em Bleeds and they have three mentioned producers and that's Shaggy the Airhead Devro, and Straightjacket They say there's another unknown producer. So they haven't confirmed this yet. They said it could be Kuma. They said it... My guess, it could be Kuma, it could be Mike P, it could be Mikey Clark. It could potentially be Jay because he does production as, I think, Dr. Punch. I don't know. But basically, they're going to be doing something similar to the DJ Clay mixtapes. But they're also going to remix entire albums that are already done. And they've mentioned three of them so far. They have mentioned Tunnel of Love, The Tempest, and Wizard of the Hood. Now, Tunnel of Love I don't think is going to be hated on too much. I also don't think that The Tempest will because there's a lot of people who just don't give a fuck about The Tempest. Wizard of the Hood concerns me because I know that there are people who think that that album is perfect the way it is and it shouldn't be touched the only way that i could see them really doing it in justice is if maybe maybe the reason you're remixing it is to switch out twisted and blaze for other people are you going to have ouija on it are you going to have big Hoodoo on want it in place of them and who else could you have on there i don't know maybe jumpsteady could do it the fact is it's it's a gamble. The worst that's going to happen, though, is people aren't going to listen to it. I'm looking forward to the Tempest one because I genuinely love the Tempest album, so I'm curious as to what they could do to to change it up and see if they can make any of the songs better. The song What About Now is one of my favorite ones that ICP have ever done in general, so I'm nervous to see what they would do with it, but if they can make it fresh, then so be it. They've also said that they're going to do, just in general, mixtapes. So it's going to feature ICP and other special guests. There's no timetable on this, but this is still a cool idea nonetheless. I'm hoping they follow through with it. On to another one that we're going to discuss, and that is the Clownhead 13. This is, this is different. This is different. They're going to make 13 separate paintings. Jump Steady is going to come up with the idea of a clown and then either Violent J or Shaggy 2 will then take that and interpret it onto canvas and they're going to draw it. And then the opposite clown is going to paint it and they will alternate that. Each clown will come with a bag of dirt from Picker Forest, as well as a CD single that is about that clown. <laughs> it sounds silly when I'm talking about it, but but this is true. There's going to be w- the one original copy that they actually make, and then there's going to be 999 copies. The originals are going to have paint that will contain blood From Violent J and Shaggy 2 Dope. I am reminded of the... I believe it was a comic book that Kiss was involved in that did something similar, where the ink on the comic had some of Kiss's blood in it. So this is different. This is so different. It's really, really weird. They did say that these are going to be on canvas, Um the problem is, is they didn't mention any price, and I'm very, very worried about that because I can already tell these are going to be a bit pricey. They said they're going to try and make them poster size. I don't know if you've ever paid attention to to what a canvas costs, but they're not cheap. I'm banking on at least $50 for each of these. They also said, though, that these are, they're going to be one of these every month starting this January they did say that at the end of all these there's going to be like a coffee table style book that will have all 13 uh, photos as well as behind the scenes making of pictures and oh and also each picture is going to come with a pamphlet on how to take care of your clown this is going to have the pamphlets as well what they didn't announce is if they're going to include all of the singles on one CD at the end, similar to what the Pendulum Tome did. And I think the reason they didn't say that is because, well, if people know about that, then they won't buy them until the book comes out. And the worst part is, is that's honestly probably the case. Am I going to be buying 13 paintings of clowns, even when I'm afraid of clowns? I don't know yet. We'll have to see what the prices are. They did say they're going to sell the original ones as well, the ones that have their blood paint in it. No idea how much those are going to cost. But I guess we'll see. And finally, the biggest piece of news is the era of the fifth Joker's card of Deck 2. And that is Yum Yum Bedlam. Now, Yum Yum Bedlam is the name of the album. The Joker card itself is Yum Yum Flower. And your boy was right. Because this is the first female Joker's card. Now I didn't get the name correct, even though I got part of it with Bedlam. But everybody guessed Bedlam, so I don't get a participation trophy on this one. The Yum Yum Flower represents loyalty. You are not to touch or smell this flower because if you do, you will be bitten and you will die. Because that's what Violent J said. They've already got this album pretty much done from what it sounds like. We've already got the first single, which is called Ding Ding Doll. You can go and check that out and stream it. The album itself is coming out on Christmas Day. Christmas Day. That is a gift in and of itself that we get the fifth Joker's card. Now, this is honestly a pretty quick turnaround, too. Ever since they've gone into the second deck, we haven't had this quick, um, this short of a distance between Joker card albums. And it's reassuring, but it's only going to be super reassuring if the album is good. But we're getting this album on Christmas Day. My guess is if they do anything physical, they're probably going to send them out after streaming date. No idea if they're going to do something like, oh, well, the physical version gets an extra song or something. That's probably not the case. It's going to have 17. Come on, we know it's probably going to have 17. But the album is going to get followed up by three small albums after that. Whether they're actually EPs or mini-albums similar to what they did with Flip the Rat, I don't know. One will be in April, one will be in July, and one will be in October. These are the seeds of Yum Yum. Yum Yum Flowers' children, if you will. They said they are probably going to be at least six songs each. And then, the month after the final one, there will be a combo of all three of those albums. But there's going to be three new songs that are only on that CD. And also, one song from each of the original three CDs will not be on that combo. So you're basically guaranteeing that you got to buy four CDs here. Five if you encounter the actual Joker card. So it's a bit of a bummer that we're being forced to and when i say forced i don't mean like icp is forcing me to buy this stuff it's the fact that if you want all the songs and you want to get the stuff physically or whatever you have to actually buy each cd with six or seven songs each one you're getting a minimum of let's see that's a minimum of 21 songs between three cds which isn't too bad honestly but it could potentially be more which is even better I appreciate that they're spreading these albums out because whenever Fred Fury, when Fearless Fred Fury and Flip the Rack came out on the same day, it was honestly quite a quite a bit for me to take. And I didn't get to enjoy the albums as much as I really wanted to. So I appreciate the fact that they're spreading these out. Having them come out a couple months apart is a very smart tactic, to be completely honest. So we're getting full-length album in christmas and then four months later just over three months later if we're being honest we're getting an ep almost three months later we're getting well yeah almost four months later rather we're getting a second ep and then a couple months after that another ep icp had not put out that much Music in a long time. They did put out quite a bit during the Marvel's Missing Link era. But the problem is is the latter two albums, which was the Outtakes album and Phantom, they kind of went under the radar for, I think, quite a few people. So these are going to be put out for everybody. It's a dumb way for me to say it. Sorry, I'm getting sleepy. But we're getting... So much new music from ICP at one time. It's very, very exciting. And I'm looking forward to it. I Like I said, I listened to the new song, Ding Ding Doll. I like the song. I don't care for the chorus much, but I'll I'll give it a bit more time and I'm sure that I'll like it more when I hear it in the greater context of the album. But we have a lot of new music coming out now between MNE and psychopathic. Also, I forgot to mention I think that they said the Twisted's new album new uh, like their group album will either be out on Black Friday or be available for pre-order on Friday. Plus, we don't even know when Boondocks' album is dropping, which is probably also going to be in November. There's so much new music, so much stuff to be excited for that it's it's almost a bummer that I have other stuff that I have to do. That prevents me from just listening to it all the time. But I'm an adult in 2020 and have to have adult responsibilities and do stuff like work. And it sucks. But that said, there's a lot of stuff to get excited for. Go ahead. Get your pre-orders in for all that other good stuff. Blaze at the end of the month. And Project Born at the end of the month. Ouija Mac at the beginning of next month. Red week after that. There's so much new music. So much fun stuff to look forward to. Man. This is going to be good. We got a good season coming up for music. And I can't wait. So. I think that that's about it. Again. I apologize if this episode does not sound as good as. Some of the prior ones. Hopefully this is just a small hiccup and we can get back to sounding like normal. Or maybe not, and we'll just sound like crap. But I'll try and do what I can. With that said, thanks a lot for checking this out. I really appreciate it, as always. So stay safe. Peace out, y'all. Take it easy.